Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Welcome back to the podcast or welcome if this is your very first time tuning in. I am so excited to have you here and you picked a really great episode to tune into because I am bringing on an amazing guest. Her name is Charlotte Isaac and we are talking about all things Dubsado and not just only Dubsado, but talking about systems and how systems can not only save you time, save you money, but they can also really up level your client experience. And if I had to tell you two things in my business that really made a huge impact and really helped my business to grow and scale, number one, it would be systems, but the second thing would also be mindset. So I was so excited to bring Charlotte on to really talk about Dubsado because for some people, Dubsado can seem like this far off thing that it's not time for them to invest in it yet and they're only gonna invest in it when they have more knowledge or they have more clients. And Charlotte really breaks it down in a way that makes it easy for us to understand why it's so important to make the jump to really up-level your business with Dubsado. So I am so excited that Charlotte came on. She got up bright and early for our podcast interview because she is located in Australia. So you're just going to love her accent. I could have sat here and talked to her all day long. It was just such a soothing conversation and soothing for me too, because I love systems. So this conversation was just a win-win in my book. So let's go ahead. Let's dive on into the show. Let's meet Charlotte and learn all about how we can use Dubsado to uplevel our systems and our business. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Hey, Charlotte, welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thanks, Aubrey. I'm excited too. Yeah, we just had way too much fun before we pressed record. Um, So I just know this is going to be such a fun conversation, but I would love for you to just introduce yourself to my audience. Just let them know who you are and, and what you do and how you help people. So my name is Charlotte Isaac. I'm based in Sydney, Australia, hence the strange accent. And I help small business owners streamline their processes, automate using Dubsado and find the freedom to grow so that they can take on more clients with less fuss. And how did you stumble upon that? Like, what were you, were you doing prior to doing this? I love to kind of get the backstory on, on people who um, get started in the online space. Is that something that you were always doing? Were you doing something prior to this? Yeah, it's always interesting to hear where people came from, isn't it? Um, So I was working in creative agencies or advertising agencies, 
And my role was essentially to run the operations team. So I actually started as an OBM when I started my business. Um, So I was working as an OBM, which is kind of the online equivalent of what I was doing offline. Um, And I found that the more and more I would work with clients, I would be recommending Dubsado. I would start to work with them in Dubsado and it would change their business drastically. And I kind of became known as the Dubsado person. So I, I almost stumbled into it, I suppose. And for my listeners who are not familiar, because we have some people who are like fresh, just getting started and just learning about the online space, can you break down what Dubsado is for them? Yes. So Dubsado is a CRM, which basically means a client relationship management tool, and it can help you look after your clients from start to finish. So you can create all your forms in there, your proposals, your contracts, all your invoicing can happen in there, um, questionnaires, basically everything you might ever need to send to a client throughout the relationship. And the really cool thing about Dubsado is that the whole thing can be automated. Yes. Music to my ears. I'm all about Number one, simplifying things. So how can I make things in my business simpler? But if there's something that I can do and put on automation that does not require me that I was doing manually. And sometimes I don't even think we realize all the things in our business that we do that could even just put like some system to it or even cut down some of the steps that we are doing. So um, I know that that's a huge benefit having the automation, but what are some of the other benefits for freelancers who use Dubsado? Yeah, I mean, the time savings is just huge. I find most businesses um, save a minimum of like four hours a week using it. Um, The next benefit is that it can help you create a really, really incredible client experience. Um, Referrals, I know, are huge in all industries, but particularly for VAs. Um, So the better client experience you have, the more referrals you're going to get and things like that. And I think it just also frees up a lot of headspace. I think we all want to scale our business, you know, to a different level, depending on where we're at, or most of us do. Um, And it really can just give you the space to do that. Yeah, I, the referrals is huge. And that's one of the reasons why I definitely feel like my business took off the way it did. I wasn't using Dubsado at first. I was using something different, but it definitely had a lot of the features that Dubsado had. Um, It just was on like a smaller scale. But I think that was one of the things that really did stand out to me. And even something that I noticed from the flip side of it, like now that I'm hiring people to help me in my business, like when I've, I mean, It's not like a total turnoff, but it definitely adds like when I'm already doing like a ton of things in my business already, I hired somebody and I had to, they sent me a contract to sign and it was a PDF. And I was like, okay, do I download this and print it off and sign it and scan it back in? Like, you know, it just was like that extra thing, especially from like the client's perspective of like, how can you make the process of bringing on a client super easy? Because like I said, I've, I've experienced it from both ends. And I know like when, when I'm outsourcing in my business, like that's a, that's a feat in of itself to do that. And so whatever somebody can do to make it easier for me to put my mind at ease, just starts the relationship off on the right foot. And I know, so when I was doing my freelancing business, that was something that I heard from my clients, like, wow, this was so easy. Like I love, like even something as simple as electronic signing. Like I know that that seems like such a small thing. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely helping with the referral system. And that's where I think a lot of people forget, like they're spending so much time doing some of that outward marketing and trying to bring new people. And it's like, sometimes if you just take care of the people that you got, you know, with you, and even from start to finish, it really can make all the difference in the world. 
I am so 100% with you on that. Um, there's a really good book called Company of One by Paul Jarvis, and there's a whole chapter in there around this, but he says that customer happiness is the new marketing. And I just like, that's something I can totally get behind. I'm a little bit of a lazy marketer. I'm happy to admit that. But in my business, 59% of my clients, you know, throughout the whole lifetime of my business have come through referrals. And if I put a dollar sign behind that, it blows my mind a little bit. But referrals are so, so powerful. And I think we underestimate them a lot of the time. Yeah, absolutely. So I think my next question would be for somebody who's like just getting started. Do you think Dubsado is something that they need right off the bat? Or is it something that they maybe want to think when they're looking to scale? What is your thought on them? I think it does depend a little bit. And it's very much a chicken and egg thing. This is a conversation I have with people a lot of the time. Um, I have a student at the moment who's just gone through one of my programs and she really, really wants to focus on being a tech VA, which is her skill set. And I think as a tech VA, it's probably pretty important to have this stuff lined up from the get go because you are demonstrating to your clients that you know exactly what you're doing here. If you're not working in the tech space so much, I don't think it's quite as important, but I would say after you've got a couple clients under your belt and you feel pretty good about your process and how you do things, I think the earlier you do it, the better. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the conversations that I do see come up in my community is the constant debate. And <laughs> um, and I, I'm, I'm sure I know what side of the coin you fall on, but the constant debate between Dubsado and HoneyBook, because I know those are the two that kind of have a lot of the same similarities. So do you, I know you have a preference, but how do you, if somebody comes to you and they're trying to decide between the two, what do you usually tell them? Like, is there, is, do, does Dubsado have more to offer, you know, or are they always kind of in competition with one another? Yeah, that definitely. I agree. I think they're the two that people compare all the time and, and for good reason, they're definitely the best two out there. So HoneyBook, I think is great. If you want something that just works out of the box, you don't really mind too much if you're kind of doing things the way HoneyBook likes to do things um, and you don't want too much automation. So if you just want something really simple, it's almost um, a starter tool. I certainly know people that use it for longer than a starter tool. Um, but compared to Dubsado, the ability to customize things and create automations is a lot, lot less. So Dubsado, there is a learning curve. We were talking about that before we hopped on, Aubrey. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely um, worth doing if you really... I was going to say value automation. People don't really value automation. But if you value the time savings you can make through automation um, and you really want to customize everything to your brand and the way you work. Love it. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, it's always, I, I always see like it's without fail, every few months there'll be a new conversation pop up in my free community. Like I'm trying to decide between Dubsado versus HoneyBook. And, and that is the one thing that I do hear people say as far as maybe why they chose one or the other, other is the learning curve. Um, and honestly, it's it's really interesting because when I was thinking about um, upgrading from my you know my beginner system that I had to something a little bit more extensive like Dubsado or HoneyBook, I, I actually invested in both of them. I got like the um, beginner trial for both of them, so I could kind of see because I'm like I don't I don't know you know like I hear pros and cons for each, and and so I kind of want to just like get my hands dirty with them too to kind of see what what feels good for me because. I think too, it's it's all about the learner too. If you're somebody who can, um, who likes learning new things, who can roll up your sleeves, who can troubleshoot those things, like Dubsado might not be a big of a learning curve to you as somebody who's like, I do not get tech at all, you know, like, so, um, and I ended up going with Dubsado. I really, 
I liked it. Um, I liked the automations and everything like that. So yeah, it's definitely, definitely a debate that I see often, but um, I'd love to kind of jump into what specifically freelancers can do within Dubsado. So when you're first getting set up with Dubsado and um, obviously there's a ton that goes into it, I don't think you need to jump in and take advantage of all of the features, but what are those first couple things that you would recommend somebody um, definitely make sure that they're utilizing when they first get Dubsado? So I'm kind of going to answer your question here, but kind of not. (laughs) And there is a good reason why I promise. Um, The very first thing I say to people, and this applies whether you choose Dubsado or HoneyBook or, or something else. But the first thing I would encourage you to do before you start using a system is take a step back and sit down with a pen and a notepad and have a think about your process and make sure that you've got that nutted out really, really clearly. Um, You don't have to perfect it or anything like that, but I think a lot of people start trialing these systems and they kind of get caught up in what can be done in the system rather than what they need the system to do for them. So if you've taken some time to kind of plan out what happens when people inquire with you, what does your proposal process need to look like? What happens after they accept the proposal? If you have all of that stuff clearly in your head, you're going to find it a lot easier to sit down and start setting it up because you've almost got a checklist of, okay, so I need some kind of form for them to inquire in my website. I need an email that goes out to them afterwards. I need a scheduler so they can book a discovery call with me. It almost comes up with your checklist for Dubsado. I love that because that's actually something that's one of, I'm in the process of redoing my entire beginner course, which I'm sure by the time this episode airs, it's already out because (laughs) we're about two weeks away from, from relaunching it. And that was one of the things that I really wanted to make sure that I highlighted. I mean, I have a whole module that's just on systems, but really about knowing that client process of it, it, you know, some people thought, think that the client process starts when you actually have a client who's paid an invoice and really it's, it's before then, how do they find out about you and how can, how can you move them from just learning about your services to being like, Oh, I I might want to learn more about what she has to offer. Like maybe I like what I saw on social media, or maybe I like what's on her webpage to the actual point of signed, sealed, delivered their years. But there's all these little steps in between that, you know, that they have to take to get there. And I try to think of it as how can we easily guide them from step to step, but also how can we make that so you're not doing all of those things manually? Even something as simple as like not having to send an email and saying, hey, I'd love to jump on a call with you. I have Wednesday at four and oh yeah, I forgot I'm in Eastern time zone. So we have to, you know what I mean? Like there's all those little things that we don't think about in the process, but I love the idea of you saying, sit down, map it out first, because that's going to help you to realize, okay, like what things do I actually need in place? Absolutely. I think we forget all of these little things, you know, that email that goes out and talking about the time zone availability and things like that. I think it's really, really easy for us to underestimate how much goes into our client experience. Um, So sitting down can really, really help you maybe appreciate as well how much work you're doing right now and why it's really important to start automating things because without it, it's so easy to get burnt out. Yeah, absolutely. And you touched on this earlier talking about this, you know, we were talking about like referrals and everything like that and how that can be a huge part of your business. So what are things that we can do within Dubsado to help enhance that client experience, right? Is there um, emails or different things that we can automate or set up to do like check-ins and all that stuff? 
Yeah, definitely. I think a couple of the things when we look at Dubsado that are really important is having a smooth process. So um, what you were describing before, and this has kind of popped up a couple of times throughout our chat, but we really want to make sure that we're simplifying the process and making it easy for our clients and little things like that electronic signature, they do make a big difference. So all of those little things, kind of removing as much friction as possible is really important. The other thing through Dubsado, I think that's great to think about is proactive communication. So like you said, little check-ins with your clients, making sure that they're not left wondering that we're answering the questions before they have them. Um, all those kind of little things right from the moment when they first inquired with us. So like you said before, it's not after they've accepted their proposal and signed the contract. It's right from the moment they need us. And the more proactive we can be throughout that relationship, the more they're going to enjoy the experience of working with us. And that combined with great work, I think is what helps you get a lot of referrals. Yeah, absolutely. So this was one thing that I didn't take advantage of within Dubsado. I know that it's an option there and I would love for you to chat about it just because I'm a little unfamiliar with it too, but the client portal, is that what it's it's called within Dubsado? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I would love for you to just kind of give like an overview of what that is and how um, that can even enhance the client experience as well. Yeah. So the client portal is automatically set up for every single client that you create in Dubsado. Um, we just have to give them access to it. And it's in a way, one of the simplest things because what accumulates in there is everything you've ever sent to a client. So your proposal, you've sent them all of the invoices, particularly if they're on retainer, it's really helpful for your clients to be able to go and get all of their invoices in one spot. But even if you do project work with clients, um, your contract will be in there, any emails that have been sent through Dubsado or your questionnaires. And I really like it as an onboarding tool. Um, so, you know, we've talked about signing the contract and maybe paying some kind of deposit or first month's invoice with you or something like that. Something I really like to use the client portal with, particularly if you have a few things that they need to do when they get onboarded, um, is to send your clients a welcome email and say, hey, here's your client portal. I've loaded up a bunch of stuff in there. Um, there's a questionnaire in there I need you to fill out. There's a scheduler so we can book a kickoff call. And you'll also find everything in there throughout the whole course of our relationship. So it really does make everything easy for clients um, and it stops them getting kind of a million emails from you as well. Yeah, that that's a big thing too. It can, like I said too, from the flip side of it for being like on the client end of it and hiring people, it's like sometimes your inbox will get bombarded and it's like, okay, which one do I look at first? And what, you know, having it all in one place is super great. Now, something that I used with my clients and I still use to this day is Google Drive. So with the client portal, is Google Drive needed? Do you, can you link those things up? Cause I know there's gonna be like, I'm thinking about th like things that I house for a client, if they need to upload different assets that I might need to assist them with or vice versa, um, can they do that within the client portal as well? Yeah, I actually use Google Drive with my clients as well. Um, and I think this one can, the answer can vary depending on how you like to work with your clients. Um, so I use a little bit of both with my clients. I give them Google Drive and say, you know, this is where I'd love you to pop everything in. There's a few things in there for you now. And hey, by the way, here's your client portal. Everything I ever will send you there will be there for reference. Um, so for me, it's more of like a side note. If they want to use the client portal, they can. Um, you can create a file uploader inside of the client portal inside of Dubsado as well too. So if you don't need many files off your clients, if you just need maybe three or four things off them, maybe creating a Google Drive folder is a bit of overkill. Um, and then the client portal maybe is all you need, but you can blend them together. You can use one or the other. It's really what works for you. 
Awesome. Thanks for clearing that up. So when I first started using Dubsado, it was so funny um, because I did have the, the program that I used before did have some automation, but I still had to do some things manually. And so I remember going in and setting up my first workflow, um, which was, it was fairly simple. I know that there's definitely more like complicated and intricate workflows that you can do. But my first workflow was that I would send the proposal to the client. And if the proposal um, was approved, then I set it up within the proposal to automatically send them the contract. So they got that. And then my workflow was that if the contract was signed, then they automatically got sent the invoice. And then after that, they got an email saying like, welcome, I'm so excited. Um, and then they got the link to book their kickoff call. And I remember getting like the notifications in my Dubsado. Um, and I told my, gosh, I'm trying to think of how old my youngest was. He was in the car and he didn't know any different because he was probably one. But I'm like, oh my gosh, I just signed a client and I didn't really have to do anything other than, you know, like set up the workflow in advance and then send it their way. And it was just such an amazing feeling to be like, gosh, that's such a relief that I didn't have to do any of the things being like, okay, got to go in, set up the invoice, send that to them. And all this stuff that I was previously doing with my um, previous system. So is there any other like workflows that you say are definitely mandatory um, that they, we should have in place or something just kind of as simple as that? Or should we really dive into all the other automations that are in there? Yeah. I mean, it's a personal preference thing. I think that if you really don't want to get too much into the tech of it. Having a really simple workflow is great. Um, there are three main workflows that I teach and that I recommend most people have. And no matter what kind of um, business you have, these typically will work. So the first one is a lead workflow. And that would get started when people fill out the contact form on your website. And the whole point of that would be to get them onto a discovery call or whatever you kind of have as your process to move them, move them throughout. So that might be a really simple one. It might just be sending them an email, inviting them to book a call with you using the scheduler in Dubsado. Um, so that's kind of a nice one to tick off. And the reason I like that one is because you know your clients are dealt with or your potential clients rather, they're taken care of no matter what you're doing. So if it's on the weekend or if you're in the car with your kids or no matter what happens, it's great to know that people get that brilliant first experience. So that's the first one. The second one is what I like to call proposal and onboarding. And that's similar to the one that you just described now, Aubrey. So it might take them through the proposal contract and invoice process. And then you might have an onboarding piece after that. And it can look like whatever you want it to look like. You could have the client portal set up that we were chatting about beforehand. You could direct them to Google Drive, um, tons of different stuff you could do there, but really looking at how they sign on as a client and making that super easy. And then the third and final one, and this is probably the one people skip a lot of time, is offboarding. So making sure that your clients feel super, super taken care of at the end of a relationship. Yeah, I was hoping you were going to say that too, because I do think that that's often forgotten about too, that like even, of course, as long as the relationship is ending on a good note too, like that's a really great time for you. I tell my people too, to like ask for that testimonial, to ask for any referrals. Like, of course, as long as, you know, there wasn't any bad blood between, between you two, but that's a really great time to do it. And if you already set it up in advance, it's not even something that you have to think about because a lot of times people will get those cold feet of, well, I don't want to bother them and I don't want to come off too like pushy or salesy. And it's like, well, if you already do it in advance and it's already set up as an automation, you don't even have to think about it. Dubsado does the thinking for you. 
Definitely. I often say like suck it up and create the template once and, and put all your energy into writing these really great can emails. And then you just don't have to think about it. Um, the other thing I would say, particularly for people that have retainer clients who, um, you know, your clients might end up with you because something negative happens in their business unrelated to you. Um, it's okay to ask for testimonials before you offboard people if you work with people on retainers. So maybe as part of your onboarding process, like three or four months in, you check in with them and make sure that they're happy. And then a little bit later, you go back to them and say, hey, we've been working together for a while now. I really love working with you. Would you mind leaving me a review on Google? Perfect. Yeah. And th- and those automations too can probably be set up through Dubsado to like, hey, like send either, either check in like with this client on this if you're still working or it can automatically, you can automatically set it for like three months after signing on a client, right? Absolutely. No, definitely. If none of this stuff was automated in Dubsado, I would probably forget everything. So 100% (laughs) if you use Dubsado, definitely pop it in your automations. Perfect. Okay. So what if I have somebody who's listening right now and they're like, this sounds really great. And I know that I need to take this next step because right now what I'm doing isn't working and I'm on the fast track to burning out because my systems are all over the place. I'm using all these different programs for all these different things but I do not, I'm not a techie person. What would you say to that person who's like, I don't like, you're already telling me Dubsado has a learning curve and I don't feel comfortable with tech. How do I get started? Yeah. Um, if you would like some help from me, I have a free mini course called seven steps to automation and it goes a little bit deeper on some of the things we've talked about today. There's a whole lesson in there on choosing Dubsado or HoneyBook, which if you're worried that you're not good at tech, that's going to be really, really helpful. And it also helps you start mapping out some of those workflows and things like that. But I would actually do as well as, as doing that. Um, I'll give you the link before I forget, charlotteisaac.com slash Aubrey Malik. Um, but I would do what Aubrey did, sign up for a trial for a couple of things and play around with them and see what you think. I think even if you're not a tech person, if you have the resources there to help you do it, you can certainly do it. I know Aubrey in your programs, I'm guessing your students probably do things they, they didn't think they could do. Mm-hmm. So there's a ton of resources out there. You've got this. Love it. So good. Okay. So before we start to wrap things up, just from like the systems perspective, I know that we talked specifically about Dubsado, but I know system setup is your area of expertise. So how important are systems? Because I feel like I could talk about this till I'm blue in the face. I feel like I tell my people all the time, like, this is not something that you should skip. This is not something that you should put off until you feel like you have enough clients or until you feel like you're busy enough. This is something you should do from the get-go. But I always think that it helps to hear it from somebody else. So what is your take on actually carving out time to implement systems in your business from the get-go? Look, I think I know why you started your business, Aubrey, and why I started my business is really similar. And I'm guessing a lot of people started their business for a similar reason that are listening as well too. So I think if you want to scale your business to 5K months or 10K months and you don't want to work a full-time work week and you want to charge a premium price for your services and you want your clients to feel really good, I think if all of those things are important to you, then systems are kind of one of the easiest investments you're going to make. Um, Dubsado is $40 a month and I often think about it as my cheapest VA. Like the amount of stuff it does for me for $40 a month is absolutely wild. So I think it is a very, very easy first investment because you get so much back from it and it's almost guaranteed. I mean, of course you have to set it all up, but it can make a huge difference in your business. It can really help you build the kind of business you want to. 
I love that perspective of thinking of it from like, this is a VA that you're, that you're hiring for 40 bucks a month. I never thought of it from that perspective, but it, it's so true because I, I will see that come up in my community. Like, oh, I'm getting booked out or oh, I'm getting so busy. Like I need to outsource. And sometimes before we think about outsourcing, it's like, okay, let's look internally and see what things can we, we tighten up from the inside out first, because I sometimes think if you hire before you're ready, it's kind of just like slapping a bandaid on it and you're not actually getting to like the root of the problem where if you don't have those systems in place, it's going to make bringing on a VA that much harder. It's going to, that's going to be in and of itself, another job on top of it. I mean, that's something that I have found too. Like it's not just bringing somebody on in your business and, oh, it's all harmony. Like there is a learning process to bringing somebody on and having somebody take over different parts of your business. So I love that, that it's a, a, the cheapest VA that you have for your business. Thanks for sharing that perspective with us. Oh, my pleasure. I, I totally agree with you. I think that you don't have to manage them. It's a system. And if you do end up bringing on a VA afterwards, they're going to love you for having that process be really, really clear um, and knowing exactly how you manage your clients. So even if the end goal is to hire a VA for yourself, it's still worth doing. Absolutely. Well, what a great conversation, Charlotte. I so appreciate you breaking this all down. I know that it's definitely going to be eye-opening for my listeners to hear it, like I said, from somebody else other than me, but just to kind of hear how we can really use this in, this, in our business, not only to save us time, but I think um, you know, just as important to take care of our clients and give them that really great client experience. So I appreciate you for being so um, so open when sharing this with us. So if you could let our listeners know where they can learn more about you and what you have to offer, I would absolutely love that. Yeah. So my website is charlotteisaac.com, the free mini course that I mentioned, seven steps to automation. If you go to charlotteisaac.com slash Aubrey Malik, you can find that. Um, if you want to say hello on Instagram, I'm at charlotteisaachq. Awesome. Well, thank you again. I so appreciate you. And I know my audience is going to love this. Thanks, Aubrey. I've had a lot of fun. I could chat about systems forever. So happy to be your backup girl here. <laughs> Love it. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.